First, let's get to our top story. The provincial government introduced a new housing bill that makes single-family home zoning a thing of the past in every community over 5,000 people. The law will legally permit uh, three or four units, depending on lot size on traditional single-family lots and duplex lots in most BC communities. Uh, it'll also permit six units on traditional single-family lots and duplex lots near uh, transit uh, stops. Here is Housing Minister Ravi Kailan with today's, today's announcement. This bill will create more homes within reach for people by making it easier to increase the supply of more attainable homes like triplexes and townhomes in existing communities. This bill allows, as of right, four units on larger lots, three units on smaller lots in single detached zones, as well as up to six units on areas close proximity to frequently used bus stops. That was Housing Minister Ravi Kaila uh, making that announcement at the legislature today. There is also uh, legislation that permits one secondary suite or one laneway home in a single-family or duplex residential zone in all communities throughout BC. Lots to talk about here. Joining me now is Richard Zussman, Global BC's legislative reporter. Good afternoon, Richard. Good afternoon, Jess. Uh, a huge announcement in the sense that, uh, yep. I guess the question first and foremost is, can a city say no to any of this? No, they can't. And this is the power of this new legislation. It was interesting. Dylan Kruger, counselor from Delta, I know he's been on the show before. Mm-hmm. He tweeted out, this is the biggest, most important legislation he's ever seen come out of Victoria. This is going to be a game changer. We knew it was coming. Uh, they had detailed uh, what was coming in the legislation a number of times, but it fundamentally changes the way in which development will work and to answer your question directly takes the power away from municipalities to stop up zoning so as you described it provides certain powers around these single detached homes where people can now uh, sell that property uh, to a developer uh, and they can turn it into multiple properties or they can work with the developer to add multiple properties to their existing land uh, in order to find what the province hopes is more affordable housing. The goal is not here to build all these, you know, 3,000 square foot single detached homes. The goal is to find properties that are potentially a little bit smaller and most importantly, more affordable so that more people can feel that they can achieve the goal of home ownership here in British Columbia. So how would the public zoning process work? I mean, if you go to any community <laughs> today, you come in, uh, you say you'd like to build this condo complex, uh, notices go out to residents, um, and, you know, depending on the project, depending on the location, depending on how motivated times activists are, uh, people will uh, bring up concerns, and li- rightfully so. That's part of the democratic democratic process. What does this mean for the zoning process now? So this fundamentally changes it. You know, it's the best part of being a local reporter, right, Jazz? Is sitting oh. in on one of those nightly zoning meetings to watch all oh. the neighbors show up. It's I swear, I, I've lost a few years neighbor, of my right? life just based on that alone. <laughs> I, I, you know, I really think it's the best way to really figure out who your neighbors are, right? <laughs> See where they stand on the zoning project. Um, but this, in essence gets rid of that. So there is going to be public consultation on community plans. And the legislation dictates that the province or or, uh, communities are to build based on their community plans. But when it comes to individual projects, it takes away the zoning process. So if you have a neighbor who wants to split their property and add another home, there's no longer a public hearing to go along with that. It is now legal in British Columbia. So this largely takes away that hearing process that many described as tedious and time-consuming and at times costly for developers, that process is in essence for these 
uh, detached homes on the single family property uh, sites, uh, that process is now going to be gone once this legislation passes and, and it comes into effect. There is some time, there's some lead time here that this doesn't get fully implemented until next year. So uh, if I'm um, um, an individual living in a single family lot, next door I have a neighbor uh, who has, let's say, an 8,000 square foot lot. Uh, he sells it to an individual that individual can put up a, a unit or a, a, put up a, a home but with four units in it potentially, and yep. there's nothing I can do about it, which means I potentially could have four, perhaps six vehicles outside that building. Uh, I could have more people coming into a traditional single-family uh, neighborhood. All of that won't matter. This is a done deal once this legislation passes by the end of this, uh, this legislative session. It is, and that's what experts are warning could be one of the challenges here. When does the infrastructure come? When does the schools come, the roadways widened, ensuring that there's parking? When do the hospitals come? All of this to help support population growth. If my neighborhood is now multiplying by three or four times, then the services need to multiply by three or four times. And the province continues to push towards the housing goals, saying, oh, well, we know the infrastructure uh, deficit is an issue as well, but it's going to come fast. The other part in this too, Jazz, is the speculation. All of a sudden now, these properties are worth a lot more because you can put more on them. I asked the minister, he's holding his press conference right now, I stepped out of it to talk to you. But before I stepped out, I asked him, you know, what does this do around speculators and the value of those properties? And he says, based on what they've seen in other jurisdictions that have done similar things, when an entire jurisdiction comes on board, they don't see that value lift as quickly as you would um, if you do this piecemeal. So that's in part why they did this BC-wide, everything more than 5,000 people, is to try to mitigate some of that. But there's no question, in the short term, it is going to increase the values as speculators, developers start time to figure out you know, where can I find value here in properties and what neighborhoods can I find value uh, knowing that I can build things that will incentivize people to come move in and, and move on pretty quickly to people. Um, is the NDP government concerned at all about pushback from people who live in traditional single-family lots? And I don't want to go back to that. I understand the missing middle. I understand that most people aren't going to be able to afford single-family homes in the lower mainland. But people also do live in single-family neighbourhoods. They love it for the peace and quiet. They love it for the yards. Um, they love it for a lot of reasons. This means more vehicles in a neighbourhood. This means, you know, bringing in different infrastructure for these six units that could uproot neighbourhoods as well. Are they worried about a pushback from some of these uh, homeowner groups saying, wait a minute, this fundamentally reshapes what my neighbourhood has looked like since the day I moved here three decades ago? Are they worried about any sort of public backlash or pushback? It's interesting, Jazz, and I'm sure you've noticed this as well. With any of these housing measures the province puts forward, they are willing to take that gamble that investing in housing outweighs uh, the feeling that those that already own a home have. The reality is most people who own a detached home in British Columbia has have made a lot of money on that home. And that investment has worked out very well over the long term. And yes, there could be disruption in your neighborhood in terms of more people and changing the pieces in quiet. You, know, you could live in one of those neighborhoods now where it's impossible to buy in because it's so expensive. And you've had the same neighbors for 40 years and you're 
in essence, all of the same age and demographic. And all of a sudden, with these changes, you may start seeing younger families come in. You may start seeing new Canadians come into your neighborhood. All of that change uh, could produce a reaction. But the government is willing to bet that there are more people out there that support the idea of prices going down, being able to access the housing market, being able to maybe keep their family closer by than those who are going to be concerned about the disruption uh, in their neighborhoods where they've likely made a lot of money in their property. Yeah. Richard, thank you. Yeah, it's my pleasure as always. Thank you.